You're listening to the audio-only version of our Opposite Worlds finale recap show. To see the live video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash realityrecaps. And by the way, guys, yeah, this part's new. Um, Frank's a little NSFW. Gets totally cursy at the end. So just be prepared for that. You've been warned. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our Opposite Worlds finale show, where I am dressed all in my, um, Kronos wear. But by no means is this our final Opposite Worlds show, because I am so happy to let you guys know next week we are going to give you guys another show with Lizette and Lauren, probably another one with Jeffrey. I want that boy alone. Um, and as well as Lauren, if she will come on. Lauren, I don't really want to bathe in your tears. That was a joke. Comedic video recaps. Lauren, we love you. We love all of you. Look, I've said it a million times. Only people we don't like are the people we don't talk about. If we talk about you, good, bad, or jokingly, it means we really like you and are trying to draw attention to you on said reality show. But enough of the disclaimers. Look, here's what I need to let you guys know. Thumbs up and subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you like what we do, it really helps support all of our shows, as does using that link on the homepage of yourrealityrecaps.com. Um, if you're doing any online shopping, it's a little Amazon link and you get a little, we get a little back, you get a little gift, but you don't pay any more. But the number one way that you guys can help us right now is by making a donation and help funding our Kickstarter. The link is right over down on there. I never get which way this thing is flipped. <laughs> um, you can click on it, go see everything about what we're doing. Um, it's going to help us get to the reality rally where there will literally be hundreds of reality stars. Where we're going to be asking them all the questions you want want us to ask. It's all going to be live streamed over the course of three days. It's so amazing. So go and check that out. It'll help us get to the Big Brother finale and uh, Amazing Race and Survivor, which PS we are covering right now as well, along with our Bravo recap shows. So, so much content for you guys, of course. Um, all of these shows that, like this one, which are edited, um, are all archived on the website, or if you want to watch them when we do them live, the schedule is at yourrealityrecaps.com slash live show, and the link to all of these things and everything I ever mention is always below the video, as well as chapter markers, so you can skip around, like over this in in intro, shut up Eric, and jump to a specific topic you want to hear us talk about and click on all the buttons around this video works as well if you're in a YouTube player. But Eric, just shut up. But I can't yet because last thing, all of our archived Opposite World shows are over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash worlds. But now, let us get to the main event. We are being joined by JR, and you guys know the deal. You can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Reality Recap. We have JR. We're fortunate to have him. And it's so nice to see him in a color other than white and brown. I'm John Richardson. Excited to talk to JR. You can follow me at Comedy Jonah. Hey, you guys. Um, I'm JR. You can follow me at, at The Real JR Cook. All right. We need to jump right into it, JR, because I kind of said it a little bit to you on Twitter. Then I was like, oh, I want to get into this a little bit more. So. The whole deal that Jeffrey tried to make with you. Yeah. Do you feel, and we love you here because we obviously are huge Big Brother fans. We cover it with everybody, which Frank is not and thinks anybody who is is a loser. But whatever. More oh, on that in the interview later. Uh, are you kidding me? Well, we'll, we'll see later. Uh, so, no. you know. I kind of feel like you would have taken that deal, Jeffrey would have brought you, Frank would have been out, and then you wouldn't have had all the blood on your hands from America feeling like you went against Lauren, and you probably would have been protected. So do I have it completely wrong, or go, the floor is well, see. I, I disagree. I don't think I would have been protected. I think America would have turned on me knowing that I threw the challenge and gave Jeffrey the opportunity to control the game instead of myself. I don't think that, I mean, I see how, yeah, it would have got Frank out of the game, and that would have been a fantastic move, and that's probably something I should have done. 
Um, that's probably the moment. That was probably one of the top, like one of the only moments I played the game with my heart. You know, I didn't want his, I didn't want his kids to see their dad go out that way. And I should have played with my head in that moment. And I did the almost entire game, but the most important moment of the game, maybe I didn't. So yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, the guy that I took, you know, I may have won the finale had I been there with somebody else other than Frank. I. I think you would have. I really yeah. think you would have, Jared. And he Should've kind been of with Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, he kind of said that too. And of course, mm. you know, all of you guys watching this live right now, the edited version later tonight, you'll get to see that interview uh, with Frank. But he did say that you um, had a lot of integrity, Jr., and that you were aware of his family life and his kids, and that he knew it was never a question for you. You never would have dropped that ball, which is fine. Good big brother manipulation of that Frank. I don't think he he doesn't understand the whole other manipulation way that you can play this game. He thinks it's only a physical game, but then why not slip? Why not just like, oh my god, I dropped the ball? Do, maybe. Yeah, I thought I thought about making it look like an accident, but mm-hmm. I'm so pri- I'm so prideful and so competitive that I really just wanted to win. I just really wanted to be the the one that could control the game, like personally control the game and not leave my fate in anybody's hands. Right. Because, I mean, I know Jeffrey, Jeffrey's a little weasel, and I did trust him with about 90% of me, but there's still another 10% that he's playing the game as well. So was he more of a weasel, in, you know, playing the game with you than we saw on the edited TV version? We know I haven't had a chance to go back and watch every episode yet. I okay. just got in. I just got in last night, so I haven't got to see every single thing, every episode yet. I've only seen a couple, um, but he he was a weasel. He weaseled his way in and out of things. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we were a good duo. We we played the game. We played our teams, and we ultimately played the best game for ourselves. Now, I know this is like a little bit of a loaded question, although I mean, you don't know. We've We've interviewed basically everybody except one or two people, and nobody has said anything that they've gotten in trouble for yet, so I feel confident in asking this question, (laughs) but you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Of course. Being a Big Brother fan, I was kind of blown away a little bit by the way Luke would bring you and and Jeff Rye together and kind of allow you to just share all your information right there. And I was like, is this actually happening right now? And and you were brilliant in the way that you were answering your questions to Luke in a way that told Jeffrey, we call him Jeffrey, we know it's Jeffrey, uh, what he needed... <laughs> it's our gay list, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what he needed to know. So I just kind of thought... Were you happy in that, that you're seeing, in a way, you, you're, you I don't want to say being favorited, but it's almost like you have that little bit of an advantage in this game? I, I didn't feel it, I didn't feel like I was being favorited. Um, I just knew that it was probably a hot topic that America was tweeting about, mm-hmm. and they probably wanted to know more, and that's why we had that opportunity to speak. I guess you're referring to the live show, right? When right. Just, yeah. Right. Um, so I just felt like that, that was probably a hot topic. Um, I was I was sure that half America probably hated it and the other half loved it. It was a love hate, and I just wanted to um, I don't know clear the air a little bit. I wanted you know to let Jeffrey know, hey, we are in alliance together, but don't screw me over. You know, I'll, I'll come after you. Right. Well, I think even like with Big Brother, you know, we don't have live feeds with Opposite Worlds. Like, we do Big Brother. We see you guys kind of setting up an alliance. We see him throwing food over at you and everything. I think maybe that was maybe Opposite Worlds' way of saying, okay, we don't have live feeds, but here we'll bring them out so they can talk about it more. Yeah, we couldn't really – it was hard to talk through that glass. Yeah. I mean, you you could scream and make motions, but (laughs) – as far as trying to make an alliance, that glass was a, a true burden. Um, but we did the best we could. We did the best we could with what, what the card we were dealt. Right. We, you needed to send Frank, like the tank that he is, through <laughs> that glass wall. To which I say, beast, beast, no, and not beast mode. I'm good, never. I'm good, never hearing the phrase beast mode again. Um, I live it in Seattle. I, right. Uh, so, <laughs> 
I mean, Jeff Rye, he's definitely a character on this show, but I almost feel like I want to believe that he knew what he was doing. I mean, we definitely were not a supporter of him all season long. No. Yeah. We well, tried to be a supporter. We, we tried, tried to support our own, but it was mm -hmm. hard. It was really, really, really hard. Just the E missing in the name was really hard, Jr. Right. Well, that was the giveaway. So my question, <laughs> my question, Jr., is: Do you feel what percentage right. <laughs> of of his personality would you say is an act, like he's claiming it is, and just playing up to a character versus what he really is like? Um, he definitely knew that America did not like him, and instead of trying to fight that that image. You know, he embraced it, and it was a genius move that he, instead of fighting it all season long like Jesse did, Jesse was a true villain, and he fought that image. He wrote not a villain on his shirt, and it's like, bro, you're a villain. Accept it. Mm -hmm. Jess, or Jeffrey accepted it. He accepted that America viewed him as a villain, and he came into that game basically playing the role with, I'm going to cut your throat no matter who's in front of me. And so he did come into the, role, into the game as a villain, and he accepted it. And I don't think that's how he was outside of the game, but he definitely played that role. He fulfilled well, those. Jesse went from unpopular then to popular. I mean, Jeff, Jeff Rye, I guess that's what we're saying it right. That's what us gays are saying. Right. Jeff Rye never got popular again. He was constantly punished, but he was like, yeah, I'm a villain. I'm going to say what I want. Burp, 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 burp. But it, I don't think it worked. I don't know. I think the only thing that kind of worked was his alliance with you because you brought him to the end. I agree. I think I 100% mm -hmm. believe that it had it not been for me, well, I did pick him to go to the end. He would not be at the end. <laughs> right. Right. And I mean, and it must have been, it must be so frustrating for you, which right. we get being strategic players, yeah. to be in that position now where you have to pick the person to go to the end with. You gave the speech to America, basically, which was perfect. And I loved how you did it to try and spell it out for everybody. This is a game move. But you knew that that was the nail in your coffin with America. Absolutely. But Right. <laughs> I knew when I made that decision that America was going to turn on me in a heartbeat. I had no shot. I, I didn't know at the time when I made the decision what role America would play in the game. Um, and so I didn't know. If, I, once I found out it was they were voting to be the, the final protected, I knew I didn't have a shot in that. I knew that I had, had shot myself in the foot with picking Jeffrey. America had turned on me, and there's no way I was going to be protected. If I wanted to win that finale, it was going to be I had to – beat everybody in Duel 1 and then win in Duel 2. But see, that's what I don't understand, because I thought it was great that you did pick him, because at the end, competition-wise, popularity-wise, I get it. One JR, John Richardson, to JR. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. I'm so glad there are people out there that understand <laughs> like, that was a strategic move. He it was, was. on the TPL. I mean, Luke had told us time and time again, yes. it plays a huge, huge role in the game. Mm -hmm. so why would I want to take the number one girl in the game over the last nice. guy in the game? Now, speaking of girls, have you had a chance to talk to Lauren and Sam? How is your relationship? Um, my relationship with Sam is great. Okay. Uh, she, she accepted <laughs> the fact, finally, that it is a game. Good, good. It was a good move for me. Uh, but I've not talked to Lauren yet. I don't. I haven't seen her on Twitter. I don't even know if she has Twitter. Uh, I don't know. I haven't had any contact with Lauren. Ne neither have we. She doesn't like that I said I wanted to bathe in her tears. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But hi, Lauren. Lauren, comedic recaps. Lauren, comedic. We don't throwing really like shade. Any, right. We're just we're, funny. We're just it's funny. Not real. It's um, not real. Just like opposite real. worlds. Worlds aren't real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think everybody that watches our shows, JR, gets the strategic moves that you needed to make in that game. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to know was this miraculous foot recovery for this final week. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't even a thought in my head until um, actually uh, Frank just brought it up in the interview and he told us which uh, you can say if you want what he made you do to prove that you were okay behind the scenes. But go ahead. Tell us about your foot and how that all went. Was that strategic or was it? 
I mean, I mean, in no way was my injury fake. Like, I actually hurt my ankle, went to the hospital. The doctor said it's not broken. It's a terrible sprain, and there's tendon and ligament tears. Mm-hmm. And um, but I'm I'm a, I'm competitive. I'm not gonna let that stop me. I'm not gonna let that throw me out of this game that I've been working weeks for. So I mean, I took my meds, I wrapped it up like a Q-tip, and hopped around on it. Um, for week after week. I mean, some days it was better than others. You know, living in the past with it was terrible. Living in the future was helpful to the healing process. But, I mean, I nursed it the best I can because I knew I would need it for the finale. And so we had a great medic on set that wrapped it up for me before challenges, and you know. And when it came down to challenge time, I competed on it. And I mean, it hurt like hell afterwards. But during a challenge, I'm headstrong. I'm focused. Like, I threw $100,000 on the line. I'm not going to let my freaking ankle injury stop me. I'm not going to cry about it. Right. Which I should say now, because I'm going to forget if I don't say it right now. I know there was a big secret and everybody wanted to know all season long where the show was filmed, which we were never allowed to say. However, production has come out and said it. Um, Frank just said it in the interview. So I am now saying we're allowed to say it. Uh, It was New Orleans. So now you all can stop asking us. What do you mean? Oh, John, we knew day one. Uh, uh, it's comedic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody wants to know. It's like the number. It's the number two question we actually get about the show. Yeah, the yeah. But that ambulance gave it away. Somebody like <laughs> when the ambulance came for poor Charles, oh. um, uh, that pretty much gave it away. It so beaded necklaces that gave it away for me. Right, right. It was the girls <laughs> ripping their shirts off. So. To that point, let us talk now a little bit more about your relationship with the people on your team. And why can I not, for the life of me, remember if why it was why it was on your team from the beginning? Right, he yes, was yes. He, uh, okay, right, because he just went out <laughs> crazy. So, what did you think of that? The way he went out of this game, why it completely self-destructed in that game. I mean, I thought that he was going to be one of the strongest players in the game, having all this military experience. He set Guinness Book of World Records. And then he gets in the game, gets nominated for a duel, and completely just melts down. Like, he, he beat himself, really. I mean, I don't know. He wasn't like that week one. I mean, he, he was full of energy. Week two, uh, when he thought he may be going to the duel, it, it, yeah. he, he gave up. He really just gave up. And I hated to see that because he was a strong player, and to see him self-destruct, I hated to see it in that way for him. Well, and even with his reasoning with Steve being the newest person on the team, and hey, we all had an alliance, and it was supposed to be him, but I mean, you're going to have to duel sometime, right? Like, I was shocked that someone, you know, with his military background, as big as he is, and good-looking... I was shocked to see him kind of melt down and just kind of, you know, not get that last sword up as fast as Jesse did. It was it was interesting. In Wyatt's defense, and I don't want to offend anybody here, so I'm just stating the facts for you. I'm not yeah. mocking anything. You can go back and listen to his interview, I think, like three or four shows ago. He mm-hmm. says he didn't give up, that um, the Lord. God, God worked through him and told him he was needed at home, and God made him lose that challenge so he could go home. And you can listen to more on that um, interview with Crazy three days ago, three weeks ago. I mean, not whatever. We have a question for you, Jr. We have right. a question. It, it is from oh, and everybody watching, leave your questions below uh, um, under the video on YouTube. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that at the top of the show, but you guys already know. Um, so this is from Linda Perky, and she says, Jr. I love the strategic choice of Jeffrey. If you. Yeah. If you had chosen Lauren, you would have been screwed. Lauren was the favorite and smart. No way would she have chosen you. She was if she was playing strategically. Also, great game, Jr. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now to that point, do you know? Have you had any conversations with Jeffrey? Do you feel like he would have taken you? Has there been any discussion about that? Yeah, he came to me and, and, and said that he was 100% on board for taking me. And 
anything that comes out of Jeffrey's mouth, you know, I'm a little weary about believing it or not. Because I'm like, is he in game mode? Is he game Jeffrey? Yeah. Is he real life Jeffrey? I'm the same uh, way with Eric, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really do think that Jeffrey was going to take me to the end had he had the opportunity. Um, considering that the, it was the, the six of us that was left, given the options, I think he would have taken me because Lauren would have beat him, Sam would have beat him, and Frank would have beat him. But he had no discussion with with you about it after the fact, like post finale. Since the game's been over, he hasn't confirmed for you, or he yeah, did. He, he oh, did okay. confirm. He did confirm that okay. he was in fact going to take me to the finale had wow. he been choosing. All right. I'm still not sure if we believe you, Jeffrey, but we'll, we'll ask you in person, and I'll see how we feel about that. Well, you didn't get the chance. Sorry about it. Sorry, Jeffrey. Yep. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jeffrey. I don't, we don't even know if he's on Twitter yet. I'm holding off on him. We need to like let him simmer a little bit. I think he's gone <laughs> off board. Okay. <sighs> what, who were you closest with in um, your team? Because I know Steve was telling us you and him were really close and that your alliance wasn't so much with the girls right off the bat as maybe it was perceived to be. So do you want to talk more about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, before Steve entered the game, it was basically me, Sam, and Lauren controlling what went on in Team Meepock. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we controlled that game, and then Wyatt had a, you know, me- mental breakdown pretty much week two, and so I, I had no guys to turn to, really. So when Steve came in, it was another guy I could turn to in the game, and we instantly clicked. He's a great guy. We had a lot of similarities, both Big Brother fans, and we could really strategically talk. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we had you know great talks about where we wanted to go in the game together, and um, so me and him really were close, and I would have loved to have taken him further in the game. However, mm-hmm. I knew how much of a Big Brother fan he is and how strategic he can think, and that concerned me. I, I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe I have to get him before he gets me. However, I wanted I wanted to trust him so much. So much much of me wanted to trust him. And I did for a long time until I found out he was uh, telling Jesse a few things. Oh, Steve. Oh. Steve, you oh. left that part out of the oh, story, Oh, how convenient, Steve. Steve, for you to leave that out. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This yeah. is new information. Wow. Wow, Steve. I'm hearing it right here from Jr. Thank All you, right. Jr. I, yeah. I, I'm look. glad somebody can be honest around here. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it, I, are we sure it's going to be the lawyer? Um, so, <laughs> so no, Jr. You're the first lawyer um, that that I like. We really liked you um, all season, and I even told Jessica. All right, we may have said you were like muppety, and that was just my joke for you. And I'm saying it here to your face, but we loved you. And we were big supporter. We tried to get everybody to protect you at the end. But, you know, there's... I'm sure Jessica will tell you the way that um, the voting yes. plays out. Uh, so, JR, the- what kind of lawyer are you in case we need advice? Um, <laughs> you need me to be. No. Um, <laughs> That's a good answer. I, 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 I dabble around a little bit. Criminal, <laughs> personal injury, divorce. Okay. You know. Yeah, so that divorce one might come in handy for you, John. Um, right. <laughs> so, so, my open and, relationship. We can get some good alimony. Right. <laughs> I make what? all the money. <laughs> but I'm not going to represent you. Right. Uh-oh. Um, let's go to another question, or I'm hoping it's a question. You're getting a ton. Uh, this is from Super Big Brother 10 who says, awesome. JR, was any part of you after the first three weeks telling you that I'm tired in the past or did you just enjoy the past? Um, may the worlds be with you. <laughs> well, Super Big Brother 10, I did not enjoy the past. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed aspects of the past, parts like, of the past, but like, I did not enjoy the past as a whole. And after three weeks of living in the past, I was ready to get the hell out of there and get to the future. What were some of the things you enjoyed about the past? Sometimes the simplicity of not mm-hmm. having distractions around was nice. Just to lay by the campfire at night and as you fell asleep, 
that was relaxing. Just the smell of a campfire. I actually missed that, the smell of a campfire. Just a, a simple knife to cut, a, cut into a pig's head. You know, the little things. <laughs> the little right? things in life. The little things in the past. But yeah. then again, I mean, you, we had to boil water to make food. We had to start a fire to boil water to make food. I have to, to do that water. now. <laughs> Where are you living? No. So, like, we had to work for every little thing we had in the past. Is uh, and Luke focused so much, like he tried to sell us at the start of this season that there were so many advantages to being in the past, and we are like, no, Luke, not buying it. There are zero <laughs> advantages to be in the past. But d did you guys get water? Because he also really focused on the fact that there was this wall of water and that was your only water source but they never focused on that on the show was yeah. that really what it was like we had we had a little waterfall out back that we would bathe in um, drink out of whatever I mean we we had a plenty of supply of water got I mean, you uh, food options were food options were bare but we always had water okay that's what I thought I could imagine you wouldn't be having water um Michael uh, Riccardi says, JR, you were by far my favorite from the beginning. Do you feel Frank's body size made it a tiny bit unfair to be in the game? Uh, well, Michael, um, I don't think that it was unfair, but it was definitely an advantage to Frank in some aspects. I mean, he beasted through yeah. every challenge that he possibly could because he was so big he could he plowed through that mud like you know just he was walking on the sidewalk whereas some of us little guys you know struggled to get through certain obstacles like that so I mean his size was an advantage for him but I don't think it was unfair I never think it's unfair, and this is kind of, again, the point that you guys will see when you see the um, Frank interview that I think he doesn't get like you can't really say it's not fair because you all could have got together and got him out yes. like uh, yes his size was dominating letting him dominate every challenge but you guys had one or two chances there where you could have gotten rid of him but you know everybody was using him to win so like i really feel on a physical level Frank and competition-wise, Frank deserved to win that game. But on a strategy level, which is more what I care about, you hands down deserve to win that game, and that's why we were backing you for Thank the win. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate y'all support too. And it was good to have some. It was good to have like the biggest strategic player and the and the best like physical player going head to head in that final duel. I think it worked out. Yeah. It was I mean, good. It could have worked out a little better for me, but it worked out. Right. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you would have wanted it to? Because it looked like Frank suffered some third-degree burns. Like, maybe you're not up to the finale yet, but he was just engulfed in pyro. Like, you didn't even see him. You just saw well, a shot. he had the shirt, right? The shirt couldn't rip. Right. Uh, yeah, Again, you know what? Yeah. He could rip, Frank could not rip his shirt because I made him strain so hard to beat me in that finale that he did not have the energy to rip his shirt off. How hard was that little puzzle box, which I still don't understand how that was a puzzle? Was that, uh, puzzles yeah. were my thing. I was so happy to find out there was a puzzle. I was like, oh, yes. That's, if Frank beats me up there to the top into the puzzle, I can you know, do that puzzle in two seconds and, and get up to the top before he even gets the first piece done. I'm a lawyer. I'm supposed to be able to do a puzzle. The puzzle screwed me. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I think I really just panicked. I needed to take a breath, step back from it for like a second or two and reevaluate it. And I was just in my mode of just pulling and tugging and, and should have took taken my time a little bit more. Right. I mean, it didn't, it, it, what, like, I don't get it. It wasn't, I mean, okay, it was a puzzle. But at the end of the day, was it just doing this and feeling when the click went into place so you could move? Each stick. <laughs> It's still one of that. It's not like rubbing chopsticks together. Yeah. No, no, I know that it was hard, but I'm like, I don't, like, it doesn't seem, like, look, here's what I'm kind of saying. I feel like it was a puzzle for Frank, if you get what I'm Yeah, saying. I know what you, yeah. I mean, maybe it was a little too simple, and that's why I couldn't do it, because I was making it more than what it was. And for Frank, like, doo, 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 I got stick, doo, doo. it worked out well. I'm just kidding. Beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. Beast mode. Yeah. Frank, comedic <laughs> video recaps. Right? Yeah. Okay, JR. The disclaimer is there. Right. You don't have to say it. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, they all, they had these notches in, and you had to put it in the right spot. I don't, I don't know. Screw that puzzle. 
Yeah, screw that. Well, you know who I I felt bad for? I felt, and this is the only time I felt bad for Jeff Fry, and I also felt bad for Sam because when you guys were all answering the questions and missing an answer by one and having to go through all those weeks, especially in the past, you know, crapping in that poop hole and everything, one question and you're out of the game. I just felt so bad. I was excited for that game, though. When I found out that was the game, yeah. I knew I was really confident that I was going to win that one. Yeah. I had played things in my head throughout the game that whole day. Because I was You're like, a big brother watcher. I'm a big brother fan. I know Big Brother yes. has a competition every season. And I was like, we probably won't have one of those. But just yeah. in case we do, I'm going to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And it paid off. It's very funny. You'll you'll see when you watch the final episode how Sam completely thought it was going to be something physical. So all of her kind of diaries are like, I'm going to beat these boys, and they don't know what a competitor I am. And I got I got brothers, and I'm going to take them down. And the next scene is like you all at the buzzer. Oh, Lauren's gone. I mean, not Lauren. Sam's gone. They're one unit to me. Um, Right. So. <laughs> I I also liked how maybe that last challenge was very Donkey Kong-ish. Like, just looking mm-hmm. at it, I was like, oh, this is... I, I either thought Frank was going to get stuck in those wedges, but then I was like, uh, no, it's Donkey Kong. He's just going to, like, plow up it. I mean, and he did, and it was not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> For him, I guess. I don't know. I just I want strategy to win is what I'm saying. I would like just for one season strategy to win. I mean it did this season a big brother for Andy. That's another hot topic. Right. Um the brains can't pull it together on Survivor this season. Oh I've yet to I haven't got caught up on Survivor yet. That's my that's my next thing. All right, we're not gonna spoil anything other than, you know, brains are having trouble. Yeah, and if you got something to say, come back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll I'll have a lot to say, probably. Yeah, okay, totally come back and talk (laughs) Survivor with us. So we have another question from um, Linda, who says, why is it so bad that Opposite Worlds is not exactly like Big Brother? I would love feeds, but I see the opportunity for something different from sci-fi. I'm so I, th- I think I, I think just what she's saying is, is it really so bad? It's not so much of a question. Is she just saying, is, is it not so bad that it is uh, different? And no, I think it's good that it's right. yeah. different. What, what do you think from being there, JR, is some of the differences um, from between Big Brother and Opposite Worlds? I, lo- I mean, I really enjoyed that the game did have some similarities, but there's a lot of differences as well, and I like that. The fact that America played an, a, a crucial role in the game week after week after week. I mean, they just weren't voting on, um, like, foods and stuff like they do on Big Brother. They were impacting the game. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that the viewers of Big Brother, you know, don't can't really do is truly impact the game. And so I like that aspect. Sometimes I was scared of that aspect, but I thought it was a cool aspect. I said all season long because as we just saw Kronos basically dominate, 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 and everybody was up in arms. And I think I put a tweet out and was like, look, you people all hate Pandora's box and the way production may or may not manipulate Big Brother, but look what happens when they don't. You're just having Kronos over there sweeping every week while you Epoch people are starving to death in the past, but Luke says it's an advantage. So, you know, I was, I was really surprised by all of it. I want Luke to come spend a week in the past and see how much of an advantage. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I, we, and we love, we do love Luke. He did spend the, the whole week out in the, you know, woods there in California. Yeah, for no, his I capture. love Luke. Luke was a great host. Yeah, he was really good. His little walkabout. His little walkabout. <laughs> his little walkabout. And he had different outfits this season, unlike Capture, where he just had that walk. <laughs> um, so who was your favorite player in the game, JR? Like, Bes- besides yourself. Right, besides yourself. <laughs> like, I mean, is it? I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm going to let you answer it. Um, my favorite player, besides myself, uh, would be Steve. Okay. Yeah, and because I, of Big Brother? He just played the game very strategically, 
He was well in challenges. He wasn't like a challenge beast, but he did good enough, good enough to get by. Um, not well enough to put a target on his back, but, you know, well enough to win. And I think had he been there on week one as an original mm-hmm. team member and we I could had more time to build trust with him, we, we may have went further in the game together than what we did. Um, but, I, I mean, I liked, I liked Frank, too. I mean, he, he wasn't very strategic. However, once we, once we teamed up together, I taught him some strategic things. And there's actually one thing that I don't know that America really knows. I'm not sure since I haven't seen the episode. But Frank and I worked together really early on in the show via Jeffrey. I, I saw that him and Jeffrey were good friends, and so I worked with Frank via Jeffrey. He, he 100% talks about how the JR and Jeffrey alliance was really more with him being the facilitator almost in the middle, which you guys can see on the edited version later tonight. But, um, JR, I have a question from somebody you might know, um, and it's from one Stephen James who I believe is Steve. Is that not Steve? Isn't that Steve? He says, I, I, think it, I think it is, but maybe not. He says, are you embarrassed that you lost on a puzzle against Frank? Also, you suck and I hate you, but I miss you, Team Jesse Stevens. It's definitely, it's definitely Steve. That's got to be Steve. That's got to be Steve. Oh, God. Um, it's an embarrassing I lost. Uh, puzzle to Frank, absolutely. Yes. Had I lost an arm wrestling match, it wouldn't be so bad. Right. Losing a puzzle, that stings a little. Mm-hmm. There you go. And I, and I, Big Brother, planned that by making you say something nice about him first. So, <laughs> the Bad Seed wants to know, um, but, but, but were you surprised by the reaction of the public to this show? Um, yeah, I didn't realize that it was going to be so big. I knew I knew that the show was probably doing well because it had moved to the 8 p.m. time slot on, on Wednesdays. Uh, but when I got out of the house and truly got on social media and realized how huge the show was and how people were tweeting constantly, family, friends, strangers, and, you know, America, it was overwhelming. I, was, I loved it. I couldn't believe it. I'm still shocked by it. I'm still trying to look at tweets. And there's just so many you can't you don't even know where to begin. It's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah, we were blown away. Like, blo- like we knew that we were going to love it because of the Big Brother aspect mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, I was floored how well it did every single week. Yeah. All right, so we have one final question, and then we have to wrap it up. But Jr., we hope that you will come yes. back on again, talk Big Brother, talk Survivor. But first, here. Here is your last question from one Keith Dixon who wants to know, do you think Opposite World should try the jury approach for the end game? If they did have a jury of eliminated players, how would you have prepared for that? Ooh, that's a good question, Keith. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know if they should have a jury aspect. It would be interesting, but I don't know if that's right for this show. Um, it would be interesting, though. I don't know. I don't know how I would have felt fared in that. I, had I sent Lauren home like I did, that she would not. She would have been a bitter jury member, I think. So in that case, I probably would have sent Jeffrey home because I think he would have appreciated my move much more and been able to mm. put that to the side and vote for me. So if you had to kind of plead your case, you and Frank, it, the jury gets to vote between you guys. How would you plead your case? Ooh, you put you're a lawyer. Out. You're a lawyer. I would I would I would prepare an opening statement mm-hmm. and a closing and a closing argument. I, I can't reveal that right now. Oh, uh, I would, I you know got, what? I would tell I would I would let everybody know that hey, I played this game from the day I walked in the house from day one. Yeah. I made the moves that I had to make, and the moves that were made that some people you know the other people made when they were protected or when they were the side or whatever. I orchestrated a lot of those moves myself. You know. I was always in their ear saying, "This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do." You know, and I, I, there's probably I can probably take a credit for a lot more than what was shown. Right. I I I think that 
if there's ever going to be an All-Stars of Opposite Worlds, which how good this season was, I cannot imagine there not being one in a year or two or three. You're definitely back on, Jay. Yes, Hands I'll, down. I'll, yes, yes. And, I'm, uh, I, may have to have a little, I may have to have a little chat with my fiancé about going back, but I, I, think I, I think I could swing her vote. <laughs> yes, you can. Is she there now? Is she there? Can she come say yeah. hi to her fans? Yeah. Hi, hi, Jessica! Hi, Jessica! You're so beautiful in person. Gorgeous. And, 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 I, and here, here's my endorsement. All wedding shops and stores and everyone around uh, that are watching, JR and Jessica's Twitters are in the description below. Help them out. Discounts, free wedding yes. things. Oh my god, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys all and I watched all of your recaps. You've been my favorite. I love you all. I know. Thank you so much. Well, thank you both for taking the time to talk we to really us. It. We really appreciate it. Tell your fans one more time where they can find you guys. At the real JR Cook on Twitter. And the same was on Instagram too, at the real JR Cook. Okay. Jessica, you want to tell them where they can follow you, too? You want you want more followers? Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm is at Jess underscore Taylor 1230. And they can also like my Facebook fan page. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk with us today. I want to now go roll that interview that we did with Frank right before this show started. Of course, Frank, I'm just kidding. I know you don't hate Big Brother people. Now, you will all say Frank loves to talk um and we are going to have frank back unfortunately we only have a little bit of time with each of the um opposite worlds cast members but frank has a lot to say so buckle up people and don't worry he will be back as well so i'm gonna roll that interview and then i'll be back to wrap it all up after take it away eric of the past Ooh, see what i did there <laughs> hey eric. frank fellow new yorker oh, oh. And, and winner how you doing good how you doing how's everything it it is going pretty good. You you seem a little relaxed. You seem a little relaxed, Frank. We we just want a lot of money. Opposite worlds. Uh, how 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 is how is it going since your win? What's up? How is it going since your win? It's been it's, it's been really good. It has. It's, it's been it's been really good. Um, it's just trying to stuff it all in. You know, it's like it's crazy. You know, I can't believe I won. Right. But it's, it's, you know, it's like it just like came so fast, you know. Right. So much going on, and like it's it's it's, it's good. It's, it's 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 a fun win, you know. It's just like I I I can't believe I was on reality TV too. Like I just can't like it's so so weird. Well, let's talk about that for a second. How did you um you know find out about Opposite Worlds, or what was the process that led you to try out for a reality show? Well, what happened is that I last year I tried out for the Hero with the Rock, right? And it was just for shits and giggles. I was just I came out of the firehouse in Manhattan. I went to an open call casting because the guy in the firehouse was like, "Frank, you gotta go try out." So I was like, "You know what? I'll go try out for shit. my first show I ever tried out for was the Rock." So I'm like, "I'll try out for shits and giggles." So I ended up getting an encore interview the next step, and then I went to L.A. for finals week for the Hero. So I met Melanie Frazier, Allison Taz, all of them, and they loved me so much, but they, I guess they were looking at, they, they had, they paid me up with Sean Ricker because they wanted the villain in the show. So they would ask me like, Frank, would you take the money? Like a ton of times. And I'm like, no, nah, I wouldn't take money. I'm all about honesty and integrity. And I was the alternate for that show. So when this show came out, the fierce competitor, they were like, so Melanie Frazier called me up and Lindsay Lee Convalo called me up and they're like, Frankie, she was, you have to sign up for the show. This is all you. So that's how I found out about the show. And I went through the process and, you know, I got on the right. show. Well, good, good. I mean, I mean, I, you clearly made the right choice. It was clearly a good fit for you, Frank. So let's talk a little bit now about this final uh, challenge that you had, your final worldly challenge. We have a question uh, from Twitter from Keith Dixon who wants to know, how do you think you would have done if you would have had to answer the question part? I would have been perfect because I found out the questions afterwards mm -hmm. and I pretty much got all of them right because I was on both teams anyway, Kronos and Epoch. Right. And I was like, I played this game like physically and athletically, but at the end of the day, I have an awesome memory. 
And I remember like one of the questions were like, who went up the who went up the ramp first in the dual desert, Angela and Rachel? I knew Rachel went up there first. Then after she went up there first, I'm like, oh, she got in the bag. But then I guess halfway through, she just got out. Once the once the water hit her, so I knew that moment. I knew with the first worldly challenge we set up Lizette. I'm like, Lizette, you're going in, you're going first. We had her going first, and then we had Jesse going second. We had Rachel going third, and we going had we had me going fourth because I'm like, we have to win four times. So I'm like, all right, I'll I'll finish it off. We go three zero. I'm gonna go on the stage, knock them out, knock whoever I'm facing off, and we're done because I had to go girl boy, I had to go girl boy, girl boy. That's how it went. So. That's why we sent Lizette up there first. So Lizette, Lizette won her battle. Jesse, you know, he, you know, he was um, uh, disqualified. So it was like 1-1. And then Rachel ended up winning, which was 2-1. I beat Wyatt 3-1. And then Danielle lost. And then Jesse lost. And it went back to Lizette again. So I knew. I mean, I had the whole game. I'm very, I'm not strategic as like JR and Jeffrey. Like, I don't really watch a lot of reality TV. But I know a lot of reality shows that are out there. Right, but these guys truly watch Big Brother over season after season after season. Like, so they know strategically how to play the game. You know, so I pretty much rely on my competitive, my athletic ability. Right, and I'm sure you know we saw you talk and almost kind of joke about a little bit on the show your OCD. So I'm sure that kind of helps you with uh, the memory aspect of things as well. Yes, I'm very yes. Like you don't know understand when I when like when I know I was going to do a destiny. Like the time when I went against, we went, me and Sam went against Jesse and Mercy. Number one, we knew Jesse and Mercy couldn't make a puzzle together when we lost the Willie Challenge and I went to Team Epoch. Right. So I told Lauren, listen, we're going to put Jesse and Mercy together because they don't work well together. Jesse and Lizette would have been a powerhouse. Jesse and Mercy would have been a complete disaster. So once we got the rules for the, for the, for the, um, on the challenge, the people with Destiny, you know, me and Sam, you know, I think of everything. You know, who's going to the trunk? Who's going, you know, who's going to make the puzzle? Yeah, you know, like, like, what is the best way if we get all six first? Because according to the rules, the first, if there was a tie putting the last piece on of the snake or the drag, whatever it was, that if there was a tie, the person, the team with the six pieces on the board first wins. So I told Sam, listen, I'm going to run like a maniac back and forth six times, get you the pieces, put everything on the puzzle, and then you can do it. So... That works. So I'm very, I strategize everything. That's just from baseball. I have superstitions. I have OCD. I'm very big into superstitions and everything. So, like, I have a great memory. I have, like, like that's something, like, people, like, I, I saw people on Twitter were saying, like, you know, answer questions about the quiz or whatever it is. But people, see, the funny part is when I first walked into that game, people thought I was a dumb musclehead guy. Like, JR. JR told Jeffrey when they, when Jerry always protected, he tells Jeffrey, what's up with the big guy? Is he dumb? Is he dumb? And, and, but he never pulled me over to the side to talk to me at all. He just wanted to use that as a, as a strategy not to talk to me. So I got pissed at JR the first two or three because I'm like, not a big guy, a muscle guy, he's a dumb guy. You know, I'm a fireman, I'm a New York City police officer. I mean, I graduated the police academy, I had to learn law, police science, behavioral science, I went to college. Just don't, don't take me, don't take my outside look to be this dumb guy because I'm not. Right. And in the end, guess what? I'm the one that got the puzzle to go up to a rope and win the, win the, and win the show. So, well, uh, you know what I'm uh, like, like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. It's weird. I'm sensing. Uh, is there any bitterness that you feel towards Jr. right now, or no? You're all no, cool I, after I, the fact. I, no, Jr. is a good dude. He's a good. He's a good dude. I mean, he's a great guy. You know, his wife is a good person. But like, what fueled me the first week was when I heard that. That JR went over to Jeffrey after he was protecting and said, with the, with the big guy. You know when they pulled everybody over after mm-hmm. he was protecting book each indi- individual? Well, he never pulled me over. He right. purposely not to pull me over to ask Jeffrey if I was a dumb guy or whatever. But see, America doesn't understand. Me and Jeffrey had an alliance on Kronos, and Jeffrey and JR had an alliance across the glass. I was in the middle of that alliance the entire game. So nobody had a clue. It was never mentioned in the show that I was like the undisclosed guy in that alliance. So I was in that alliance the entire game. That's why me and Jeffrey always whispered a lot for what was going on from the other side. So J.R. said, he goes, if I can't beat you, I'm going to team up with you. And that's what he did. So it was about the, f- I teamed up with Je- Jeffrey the second day, and then J.R. was in, in all three of us the fifth day. Right. So I, that, I that's think. That's what happened. So, 
Right. Have Have you seen all of the episodes back yet since you've been I out? I haven't seen one. Okay. I haven't seen one. I think you'll be surprised to find out that Jeff Fry was in an alliance with everybody. But <laughs> let me ask you. That's, that's, th- that's another thing. I had no idea. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, from what I know from the conversations in the house, it was me and Jeffrey, and then Jeffrey and Jr. had a huge alliance on different teams, and then that was it. But then after the third week, I felt like they were trying to like get me out of here real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first thing, the first people they wanted to go was me and Jesse, obviously. Right. Jesse, Jesse, oddly enough, I mean, maybe you don't know this either. And I was a little bit surprised um, to find out he was a huge supporter of you winning this game after he got out of the house. He really campaigned hard for you on Twitter to get, you know, to be protected for that finale episode. One hundred percent. I definitely I mean, he's Jesse. Me and Jesse got along great. You know, I mean, he was my competitor. I mean, if I had to win this game. You know, I'd have to go up against him and beat him. I mean, that's what I came down to. We even said from day one, me and you are probably going to make it to the end. And so it was all competitive stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me and Jesse, you know, I know Je- Jesse's like me, you know. I mean, he's a competitor. He's athletic. He played football. He played baseball. Same thing. I played baseball. I mean, college baseball, minor league baseball. Like, you know, I've, I've always played I always played sports my entire life. So me and Jesse always took it personal because every week it came to decide who's going to do Guess whose name popped up? Oh, we're going for the heavy hitting this week. Yeah, every fucking week we're going for the heavy hitters. Right. What about the fucking middle of the pack? Why don't the middle of the pack take out the middle of the pack? It's always we're going for a power player. Well, guess what? Do you think the fucking middle people want to go for the power player? No. They want the heavy hitter versus the heavy hitter. So that's exactly. why me and Jesse took a personal. That like mm-hmm. all these people that floated the entire game, not going into a duel, not going really crazy on worldly challenges, which would piss me off. So that's why Jeffrey was probably a big supporter of me, due to the fact that he knew I busted my ass competitively to get where I am today. And America knows that. I read twi- I, re- I read the tweets. America knows I deserve to win. Oh, definitely. I think hands down, I know that, you know, we said you carried basically all the wins on your back. And if anybody deserved to win from a competitive standpoint, it definitely was you. I I think the argument can be made that there's something to say for the people who can float and survive. But we don't we don't even need to go there because I have another I have another question for you from Twitter uh, from somebody that you might know. It's uh, from one J.R. Cook, and he says, Frank, how mad would you have been if I would have taken Jeffrey's deal and dropped the ball in the final Worldly Challenge? You know what I would have done? I would have ran those two fucking out of New Orleans in about fucking five seconds. (laughs) They would have been out of of St. Bernard Paris in, in seconds. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I had some kind of pride in JR. Where, you know what? Like, even like when we had to go outside and pick the three teams of two, and Lauren picked Sam, which is completely retarded. Like, I'm sitting right in your face, Lauren. Like, are you serious? Like, you're the biggest, strongest competitor right in your face. You had the first choice to pick who you want on the team. And you go for Sam. Nothing against Sam. Sam's a great person. She's competitive. I've competed with her in a dual destiny. But if your life's on the line and you need to win to go back to the future and hold the game in your hands, who are you picking? You're picking me. 100%. So now, obviously, she goes to pick Sam. When me and JR did tell her, break up the two. Go girl, boy, girl, boy. And she didn't do that. She went to Sam. No problem. She's a friend. I understand. So then it came up to my vote, and I'm like... I don't know what's going on with that ankle. He's been out for three and a half weeks in the game. So I'm like, I'm like, what's going on with him? So behind scenes, which you didn't see, I made him run a lap around the table to see what he's capable of doing. <laughs> so and I didn't want to leave him behind because he was TV Park and I was so for TV Park. Mm-hmm. I was like, JR, you're with me, bro. I got you. You know? And after that, I don't think he would drop the ball on me due to the fact that, like, I've trusted him, you know, and we were working together since day four, since early on. And at the end of the day, I knew he thought my kid, you know, my kids were in his mind and he knew what I worked for. But at the end of the day, he could have dropped the ball. 
I mean, so... But I think JR has more pride than that. I think that his family and his friends and his Twitter friends and everybody that knows JR would have been like, yo, you're a coward. Like, really, bro? You're really parting yourself? A lot that, of people... Now you want to get to the finale? You want to drop the ball? And you know what? At the end of the day, who is Jeffrey to guarantee anybody a ticket to the finale when who knows who he wanted to pick? It's true. Before yeah. you know, he would have picked the chips. Because J.R. would have been his biggest challenge, athletically and physically, in the last challenge. So, you can't trust that. Right. That's why I was so aggravated with Jeff, because I fought tooth and nail, blood and sweat, and with everything. Duel of Destinies, Willie Challenge, I, I freaking escaped an elimination round on TV Park. And I'm like, this guy, when he said that, it was like the game started over for me. I'm like, this little fuck. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want as well drop the ball, you little punk. Meanwhile, right. I, I thought about my kids and my family. I left, I left my young children at home. My wife that has a full time job, I have to managing babysitters and all the other stuff. And to to come out of the game losing like that, that would have right. been Adam Newell in seconds, guaranteed. <laughs> well, now you just um, kind of said how Sam uh, picking Lauren wasn't a good strategic move, and I understand it. No, Lauren, no, Lauren picking Sam. Right. In, the, in that specific circumstance, what was your thought process behind picking Sam for the finale? What mean the finale? Oh, for the final. I, I, look, I look at it like I played this game from the heart. Like, I'm not strategic. I don't watch Big Brother 15 seasons of Big Brother. Like, I, I like Big Brother show, but I don't have the time to watch Big Brother. You know, I, have a, I have kids at home, I take care of them, and I'm always bouncing around with them and not really attached to the TV. But, Sam was out there to do a death with me on Wednesday night, two nights before I had to pick who was coming to the finale of me. And you know what? She did amazing. She put the puzzle together. She ran there. She, you know, we were a team. And you know what? At the end of the day, she was definitely higher in the TPI. She was number two. I was number three. At the end of the day, I had to give her the credit. Rosetta wouldn't pick. She wasn't in one duel. She's a good person, but... Why am I going to give somebody that stayed on the TPR number six the entire game and hasn't even been, hasn't flowing through the entire game? She was never mentioned once on Kronos to go into a duel. She never mentioned herself to go into a duel. She always nominated, let's take out a power player. And I was just like, Sam deserves it. If any woman deserved to go into the finale with me, it would be Sam. I mean, Jeffrey, no, because we had a big brawl. And obviously, if you're pulling that stuff, you're not coming with me. Lizette? You know, I was on Cronus for up to three weeks. I don't forget Team Cronus whatsoever. But at the end of the day, I switched teams, and now I'm 100% in Team Epoch. 100%. Honesty, trust, competitively, athletically, whatever it is. And with with Lauren, I feel like JR had a 100 times better connection. I mean, JR and Lauren were alliances from day one, and Sam just had happened to roll into that. So if anybody had to pick Lauren, it would be JR. It wouldn't be me. I mean, me and Sam... Me and Sam had it from day one where we clicked and we had the dual destiny. So by me by, by, by me saving her ass in the dual destiny, by her saving my ass in the dual destiny, I rewarded her to go to the finale. I didn't care about the TPI or anything. Like, listen, I, I wasn't big on TPI anyway. I mean, as you know, for the first four weeks, I was on the bottom. I mean, me, Jesse, and Jeffrey took the 8, 9, and 10, 9, 10, 11. And then once I got to E-Park, I went up to 5. And then once I went, and then after the second week in Epoch, went to three. So, you well, know, that's why I took Sam. She deserved it. Clearly, America did love you, Frank, and saw what a great competitor you were. I think it's why, um, you know, everybody protected you, and you definitely deserved it. So, I mean, while unfortunately our time is up for now, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to, you know, Give a message to all of your fans. Maybe let uh, them know where they can find you on social media. Yeah. Um, you know, I really appreciate America so much. I mean, if I had to get protected with that, it was the perfect time. I'm glad they got to see the person I am. You know, I'm a family guy. I'm a good person. I'm a firefighter. You know, I risk lives for a living. I mean, I save lives for a living. I mean, you know, and, you know, they can find me on Twitter at Frank Santinetti, and they can find me on Facebook Frank Santinetti. Mine's my first and last name. Um, 
you know, I thank them so much for protecting me. I mean, like, it was great to see all the tweets from all my fans and followers and say good things about me. Finally, they got to know the person who I am and not just like this musclehead, meathead guy that I'm not, you know? I'm a right. family guy, you know, and I'm a fireman, you know, I, I, you know, I do the right thing. And I, and this game, I play with nothing but honesty and integrity. I didn't have to rely on alliances or any little things through the window because, you know, I just relied on my competitiveness. I came onto this show to just be competitive, to show my family and friends that I can compete every night, just to watch me compete and be happy and proud. You know what? The money is great, but at the end of the day, I came here for the experience and I came to compete. And I didn't want my family to sit me sit out on a dual destiny, and I want them to watch me go into a dual destiny and watch me come out of it and compete. And that's what I, you know, care. And you know, America is great. I'm just so happy that everything was the right timing in this game for me. There could have been no better way this game has been played. You know, I was friendly with everybody. I didn't have one argument until Jeffrey when he pulled that little deal on me in the last worldly challenge. But everything else, I was good with everyone. I was my genuine person. I was a big personality guy. And I thank America so much, man. Like, they really helped me out. And, like, if I give anything back to America, like, if they want to be firefighters, I have all the training and knowledge for that. They want to be police officers, I know all the training and knowledge for that. They want to become a baseball player or know any tips on baseball. I played, I've gotten drafted by the Texas Rangers in the year 2000. I mean, if they want to, you know, even anything with bodybuilding and working out, I can, whatever, whatever they need, they can ask me any question. And, like, right now, it's tough to answer any questions. I just got home. My family's here. I haven't seen them in seven weeks. But, like, once I get back, you know, home and on my routine and everything, then I'll start tweeting back and responding as much as I can. Because I want America, I, I don't forget who I am. Um... I'll never forget where I came from. I'm not stuck up because I won the show. I'm not a different person. I'm the same Frank Sancinetti that I was when I walked into Officer World and I walked out to Officer World. And if I could help anybody in any way with any knowledge I have through a cop, a fireman, a baseball player, a guy that wake with, of being a dad and certain things you need to do with newborn babies, I mean, I've done it all, you know? So I lived a pretty interesting life. And just well, to sit down and talk, like... I'm cool with anybody, man. That, that's who I am. Like, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a big people person. I love talking to people. I love hanging in with everyone and being fun and being like the voice in the room and just whatever. So, but I, I thank America so much and they did wonderful. I mean, I'm so happy to see all these great trees and knowing that I'm a good person and a good father and a good husband. And, you know, it's nice that one tweet someone said that like, you know what, Frank protects us every day he goes to work and now it's time to protect him. And you know what? That was an amazing tweet. I was like, wow, that's awesome. Made me feel good, you know? Well, you deserve it, Frank. Thank you. you. And I thank all my family, my mom, my dad, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my brothers, my wife especially. She's home, worked five days a week. I had to figure out the whole entire house situation. She had 50 inches of snow in New York. I mean, she was just amazing. I mean, what she's done, you know, over the seven weeks and with the two babies at home and to work full-time and to get all their lunch preparation, dinner. I mean, and my my whole entire family, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins in Connecticut, I mean, my firehouse guys, they voted for me forever. And just to see me perform in front of them, they're like, Frankie, you made our winter in New York the easiest winter ever. So, you, there's a lot you, to be proud of. You, know? you did. And, you did, Frank. I, I'm right here I'm, with you. I... I I'm in New York too. I I I'm getting the snow, and I'm now getting how much you love to talk. And we want to have you back, Frank. We totally no, do. No, I'll come back anytime. You can even come to the firehouse and work right across from the World Trade Center. So you can come there and hang out. I'll show you the memorial. I'll show you the Freedom Tower. I'll show you whatever you want, man. And that's the best thing. I work in the best firehouse on the job. I'm right across from the World Trade Center. And you know what? Like, there's probably going to be tourists coming into my firehouse saying, yo, where's that guy from Officer World? And, like, I'd be so happy to go out there and talk to them, you know? I'm such a people person. Like, there's nothing yeah. that's been an honor by Sci-Fi and by iWorks USA to give me this opportunity to do this. This is something I'll always remember in my entire life. Like, yeah, the 100000 is great, but there's nothing better than knowing this for the rest of your life, that you were on national television competing at a very high level, and you did it proudly, and you did it honestly, and honest, and that's the most amazing thing, and I could have never played this game any better, I'm so happy about everything, you know, even meeting you today, talking to you, is great, you know, well, I, I love everyone, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a guy's guy, you know, it's awesome. Right, well... 
thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, Frank. We definitely want to have you come back on the show again. I will I will follow up with you after this interview so that we can talk more and we'll figure out other stuff. But thank you so much from all of your fans for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. And make sure make sure you reach out to WWE because I'm ready to go in. All right. I'll put I'll I'll put a call in. I'm really close with that. Thank you All right. so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice meeting you, bro. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, that about wraps up our show for this week. But like I said, we are coming back next week with another Opposite World show. We are going to probably have uh, definitely Sam, Jeff Fry, uh, Lizette, possibly Lauren. Lauren, come. We love you, Lauren. We love you long time. Um, and of course, we have also started covering the current seasons of Amazing Race All-Stars, as well as Survivor Kagain, Kagayan, Kagay, Kagayan. That's the one that we are covering. We are covering both of those shows now on top of our Bravo recap show and our reality check shows every Saturday night at 7 p.m. where we talk a whole bunch of things, pop culture, reality TV, with reality stars. We take your questions and you guys control the show. Of course, you can see our entire schedule over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash live show. Um, our whole new website is going to be launching next week and there's not going to be any more issues between mobile and not mobile and it's going to be seamless and beautiful and you are all going to love it. There's forums and chat rooms and get ready. It is going to be amazing. Of course, you can help us to keep bringing you guys stuff like this show and new websites and everything we have in store for all of you by donating to our Kickstarter fundraiser. We only have about 30 days left. Okay, we only just launched it, but still we really need your help. So the links to that are below, or like I said, you can click on that graphic down there if you're watching in YouTube or on a YouTube player or any of those graphics and use the chapter markers below to skip around this show. So until um, next week, I believe Monday is when we are going to be coming back with our amazing race show. I will see you guys all then. Bye for now, everybody.